0: Hi, this is Robin Daniels, CMO at Matterport. You're listening to Real Estate Podcast Show. Enjoy. Five, four, three, two, one. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon. Paul here, realestatepodcastshow.com. This episode, I wanted to talk about the, um, the way things have been going in the market, have made things very, very difficult for those of you who are buyers. So my objective today is to make sure that you guys understand as buyers what your options are and why it might be a better idea to simply skip the offer dates. Skip the offer date. I want to make sure that you are hearing this from me because you might not be hearing this from other realtors. You might not be hearing this from many people. But my my background before real estate was in fitness training. And the thing about being a fitness trainer is that you have to tell people, sometimes you have to tell them some very bad news um, and you have to basically tell them that uh, they need to, you know, do something about their fitness. They need to lose weight. They need to, you know, improve their cardiovascular system. They need to strength train. Uh, and and that is not always easy. Some people are, you know, are not happy to hear that news. So when you are in the buying mode, especially in Ontario, you need someone that's going to be willing to tell you the kind of truth that might offend you. Um, and even tell you sometimes not to do things. So I don't know if you're getting that experience, if you've had that experience, but that's the one big difference that you'll find with me is I don't tell you what you need to hear. I will not just make you, you know, feel happy about every single aspect of this process. There is a lot of bullshit that goes on. And as you've probably read in the papers and you've seen, um, a lot more people complaining, um, about realtors and what they've been doing in multiple offer situations is that you'll see, uh, that many of them don't have, um, very set rules in place. Some of them just basically will, um, you know, have their own offers that they deal with. I will not. And I do not do that when I'm in the buying process. That is the only side I'm on. Same thing goes for when I'm on the selling side. I will not handle both ends. Having played sports and and just understanding how this works is you can't be on both sides of a team at the same time. I'm not sure how many divorce lawyers work, but most of them probably don't represent the same parties. They usually have one per side It's just how it works. And when you're dealing with a purchase or a sale, you want someone who's there to defend you. And of course, um, you want to make sure that the person you're hiring. And I have always said this about when you hire me for selling your property, I'm able to defend your property value when you're hiring, if, and if you're not hiring me to sell your property, then I'm going to be the one questioning the value. And that's really the way I work. So if I'm on your side and if I'm representing you as a buyer agent, again, my job is to make sure that you see everything that again, maybe that, uh, you aren't looking at. And this is, this is such an important thing. And it And it's not about the fact that you know, you might not be able to do the searching because again, everybody can Google, but you might not be seeing the opportunities that are out there because you might be stuck looking at the list price. Now, if you just look at the list price, I suggest that you go to eBay for a couple of days and bid on some $1 items. And you'll understand a little bit better about how a lot of the multiple offer things work, which is why to me, the whole, you know, the whole thing about sold over asking signs and i see them again in every neighborhood i've even seen one that was even worse sold way over asking the whole point of an auction is to sell over asking it's almost basically you know it's almost dumbing down the process, you know, basically saying that this property sold over asking, well, of course they did. They listed it under value and they, and they asked for bids. And again, this is not uncommon. I have done this. This is not uh, you know, it's not illegal. There's nothing wrong with it. But when I do it, I make sure that I am not any of the, you know, none of the offers on that table are mine and that I'm able to handle each and every offer process fairly and make sure that every single person on uh, in, in the bidding, um, process gets a first shot and then gets a second shot. And there's a reason why I do it that way. And here it is. I believe that only until you realize that there are seven other offers and, and those are all confirmed offers. And again this is all you know this has to be tracked there's no there's no way now especially if you want to keep your license which of course again i've been doing this 21 years and my goal uh, is to always make sure that i i give you the best possible representation and fairness possible what i would want for myself and there's never going to be one sale for me that will ever be worth risking my license so i'm never going to do anything that's going to put me in a position like that. So for me, giving everybody that if getting everybody from, from, you know, it doesn't matter what the bids are from, you know, from, uh, every, every, every one of those seven bidders will get a second chance because only when you realize that there are really seven bidders and you won't know that until all the bids come in, then you know, okay, so there's seven bidders. Uh, and again, as much as the process could be improved, and I hope it will be, where there will be an open bidding system, or at least the option to have everyone who's bidding, um, maybe click a box when they're, when they're, when they're booking the appointment, uh, or booking the, um, Uh, registering the offer and saying that they do allow the price to be disclosed that might be some way of doing it and obviously as long as everybody agrees like in vancouver that's the way it's done Uh, everybody knows what they're bidding and i think there is room for improvement there and of course like everything growth is painful not growing is fatal so if, if if sorry, change is is painful. Not changing is fatal. And I think that's one of the things that has to be done, uh, in my opinion, to make this process better. But there is one more other element that a lot of you are not thinking about. And I have to, um, just give you a summary of this. I can't go into the full detail. If you do want to talk to me about this, uh, always, again, let me know, text me my, my text only number, my podcast, text only number six, four, seven, seven, nine, two, five, six, five, eight. You can reach me there. Uh, let me know your thoughts. Uh, and again, I'd love to have some of you on the show that might have your opinion, but, Here's really where it comes down to uh, understanding how this works. If you're looking at a property, let's say it's $8.99, and you know that the properties in that area don't sell for $8.99. You know that they sell for $1 to $1.3 million. You're far better off. And again, this is obviously is, is you have to be in the, in the correct price range of where the houses will sell. Otherwise, again, you're not doing yourselves any favor. You're wasting your time, or you might be looking in the wrong area. So if you're truly in the one to 1.3 zone, what you should be doing, and this is what I've got my buyers doing right now is you're looking for the motivated sellers in that actual price range, not the listing price range. You really have to get your head out of that situation especially when you know when you find out that there's a you know a bidding date and again obviously the sellers of those properties can decide to do whatever they want and if that's what's working in that area i'm sorry to say but that's what they're going to do and again having tracked this for over 20 years i have myself questioned you know why is this system um still working but the fact is in most cases it's working because people will not see the property the same 899 property will get zero viewings at 1.1 but it might sell for 1.12 that's something that no realtor can explain no one knows uh when it's going to happen obviously you just know that if you price it right you might get that but if you price it at 1.1 which is what the sellers might want you might never get that it's basically again it's like any auction anywhere on the planet and again australia is more famous for this than we are but i really want to make sure i left that idea in your Uh, in your mind. And again, I want it. I want to discuss it with you. Of course, if you're not currently working with a realtor, um, make sure you connect with me so I can give you some more insights. Uh, And again, possibly be the one to connect uh, to connect with you on your Toronto GTA purchase. But if it's anywhere else, Ontario, Canada, the U S worldwide, again, I've got people that I work with across the, the, the country and across the globe, uh, that can help you with whatever it is that you need, buying, selling, renting, um, on any level because of the fact that I've got enough of those connections I've built up over the last 21 years that I'm very happy to talk about. So my number again, to text me is the text only number, six. 647 um, And, or of course, always realestatepodcastshow.com. Thanks for listening and have a great day.